what up what up what's going on everybody welcome everybody to shut up let's talk episode 74 featuring mr taylor today how's it going man? what's going on brother nice to have you man thank you thank you very much it's how a pleasure. are you bro? thanks man well, how do you guys like the new setup guys hopefully the the mics are nice and crispy <laughs> we did get a uh we did got a new setup <clears throat> i got a yamaha mixer oh nice it's been fun man uh mr taylor man tell us what you do brother well uh, thank you for, thank you for being on man thank you thank you so um i'm a hairstylist for six years six and a half years now um i like we were speaking off camera um talented at many things master of none um i also do a non-profit organization for homeless veterans oh no way yeah so what that is we actually help homeless veterans get back on their feet after the war so we provide them with a free haircut hey. any donations with clothing and stuff like that we actually give them proper attire for interviews set them up and get them ready for like life pretty much in general and we provide them with a job that's within their description of what they did in the military and then like so that's if they're dealing with any ptsd mental illness it's not so much as a culture shock to them and everything like that that's amazing man <clears throat> that's awesome you know and that's huge uh being at that age and being you know through all those experiences like you got to imagine your confidence gets shaken up when you kind of hit a yeah. a rock bottom you know like yeah. even more so than you know I don't know. I, I just imagine it's got to be tough. So, you know, giving them a haircut and, and kind of getting them back out there for, you know. But it, it's it's way beyond a haircut. And, like, the, the motto of the company is it starts with a haircut. Yeah. Because it goes way beyond that. Like, yeah. just being in the hair industry for so many years, I've noticed that a haircut goes way beyond just a feeling. It's emotional base. It's it's physical. It's, it's, it's pretty much everything. And I noticed that when I actually did a, a woman's hair a long time ago. And her boyfriend had called me and goes, yo, what did you do to my girlfriend? No way. Yeah. And I was That's like, amazing. I, I, I'm thinking I had to fight the guy. <laughs> and <laughs> he he, uh, he calls me and he's like, yo, what did you do to my girlfriend? And I was like, what do you mean? What did I do to your girlfriend? He goes, she's been depressed for the past four months. She can't stop taking pictures of herself today. We had sex for the first time in three months. And she's already talking about joining a gym. And, and this is just from one day to the next. Oh, man. And I was amazing. like, and then he thanked me. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, you know, you're welcome, bro. Like. I don't, I don't do it for the effort, and what I tell a lot of people is that I feel like I'm selfish in that sense because I get more pleasure out of helping people than them like getting the service and everything like that. And it's a weird thing, but it's a very fulfilling thing at the end of the day, so no, that's pretty man. much what I chase when it comes to that. That's, you look at it like it's an art. Yeah, you know, it's it's much more. <clears throat> because and I get put, paid for it, so yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's great. How can you argue with it? Yeah. I mean, you look at it like it's art, man. You put you put emotion behind it. You know, yeah, it's I, not a. It's not a it's not a for profit thing for you necessarily. You exactly, know? it's more if and I tell people all the time if like money didn't exist, I'll still be doing the same thing. I love helping people, hence one of the reasons why I got into hair. Yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, we, so far we've only mentioned the fact that you're, you're a hairstylist, but yeah, master of many things. I know you also you're a motivational speaker as yeah. well. So I just got into that probably eight nine months ago. I've always been a positive person, positive driven person, and. Hence the reason why I got into hair was, like, backstory, is I love helping people. And not a lot of people, you can't walk up to people and be like, let me help you, because a lot of people are, like, on the defense. Right. So I created an environment where people come up to me to help them. That's why oh, I say it's, like, a selfish thing. I like it. Because you're coming to me to help you with your problems, and like I said, a haircut goes a long way. Guys telling me, oh, I got that confidence. Girls saying I've never felt beautiful before. And so that just continued on into the personal growth and development to where now I've always helped people. I give free advice when I'm cutting their hair. So I like to call myself a nine-licensed therapist. That's super cool, man. Yeah, and, and nobody's going to know you better than your barber or your stylist. I, it's I've, true. I've had women tell me they're cheating on their man with their drug dealer. I've had men <laughs> ch tell me they're cheating on their wife. I've had one come out of the closet to me. I've had, wow. 
Yeah, so you, you get to hear many things, and, and that's why I feel when I started with personal growth and development, it was actually a very interesting thing for me because I touched these heads physically, and I had so many walks of life that I have a better understanding of like emotions and stuff like that. So when it comes to me, personally, my emotions are very like logical thinking. So if I'm feeling sad, I try to target why I'm feeling sad. If I'm happy, I understand like, okay, this is this is good emotion. What what feeds this, what drives this, and then I just continue to do that. And yeah. It's such an easy process. People overcomplicate it. You know what it's true though. Um it's like a it's a really we've heard we've all heard this quote that it's like happy people surround themselves with happy people like yeah. you know depressed people don't uh, uh misery loves company yeah you know yeah. And, and it is that kind of thing and i know that uh, there's a bunch of quotes that we try to tell ourselves every day you know mm. and it, and or there's a certain imagine well, how much am i trying to say here they're in the whole motivational uh, world you know you touch people's lives mm -hmm. and then people they, they have a big wave of a big change it's hard to maintain that for a lot of people you and, know and that's where the root word of motivation comes in if you take the root word of motivation it's motive what keeps you going what, mm. what is the drive to do that and if you really think about it we're all we're we're energy and if you continuously work in that motion of towards happiness personal growth and development that just keeps growing every single day and that's what keeps me motivated but it also ties to my why why am i doing everything that i do and a lot of people lose sight of it with like the daily struggles of paying your bills, work, and and I'm trying to live the life on the opposite end of the spectrum where people don't live. Yeah, okay. And a lot of people are are lost in that rat race of okay, work my job, spend my little time, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to go way beyond that man into like where I could help my family, chill with my family on a daily basis. No one has to worry about money. I don't want to be rich. I want to be comfortable. Yeah. And and along that process, I learned like okay, this could actually help people. And what I tell a lot of people is I'm not trying to change the world. I'm trying to shift it in the right direction. Because yeah. if we're all walking in the same direction, it's a lot easier process to make the world a better place. I completely so. agree with that, man. And, you know, it does take – because you're a giving type of personality. Yeah. So uh, or that's what I can pick up so far. And, mm -hmm. and uh, it's good to have those kind of people, man. You, you have, like, the yeah. Bill Gates, you know. He, he, he gives a lot to charity. Yeah, you know? and yeah. I literally, if you – if you look at my notes, man, like I, I write these daily like affirmations to myself, and oh, cool. And one of the yeah, sure, one one, of please. The, yeah. One of the affirmations that I write to myself is where is it? It pretty much says I don't, I don't want money to be rich. I want money to help people. Yeah, there you go. And it's where is that? I literally had it here. Yeah, but that's a big thing. A lot of people don't do anything with their money, right? Yeah, but it, it's by Nike. <laughs> exactly oh right here i want money to be i don't want money to help i want money to help people not to be rich there you and go. like that's a daily affirmation i tell myself because at the end of the day we created money yeah and it's it's, it's a, a babylonian thing concept where people, exactly people kill people over this thing that we created yeah so uh like i just if it's going to be a factor in my life i don't want it to be a problem in my life yeah right like a life or death situation exactly so like there, there's uh, people that I look up to, like Emilet, Grant Cardone, and they say I've been, I've been happy poor, and I've been happy rich, and I choose happy rich every single time. Yeah, man. And it's you have opportunities to help people that that are in need, and that's one of the reasons why I, money is not the motivation; it's the reason the, the tools it could provide for me to help more people. Yeah, I mean, you know, whether we want to deny, deny money or not, it exists, and and it's a mm -hmm. big part of our society and our life. And even if we didn't have money. 
we would be trading other things and we would we, we would yeah, yeah we'd call something else money you know exactly. and uh we, we just we just got to have it that way why because yeah. there's a population there's a number of people there's a yeah. there there you know whatever the number is there's a finite amount you know exactly. and then it'll get added to or taken away whatever mm-hmm. but there's numbers exactly i mean you just got to work with it i mean it's tough man you know we, we, nobody the mentality is that there's enough room for everybody and that's the way to be mm-hmm. and i would never you know change that but uh at the same time we still got to make it all work exactly and then i tell people all the time i'm like the reason why it you don't have to be greedy when it comes to like i see all these fortune 500 companies like they're money driven and it's like it's crazy that the fact like yo everyone could share a piece of the pie like stop being greedy like you get what i'm saying like yeah like i have i have girls come to me and be like oh let me can i can you do my hair my stylist uh is not available or anything i'm like no like go back to them just wait promise you like you're gonna have a better chance of dealing with them than dealing with me, not knowing what color you use previously. Wow. Tell us about that, or man. Stuff like that. Tell me a little bit more about that. I like that because you turned away a customer, basically, but multiple. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not about the money at the end of the day. I, I'm I'm all about customer satisfaction, and that that's. I've gone places where the customer the the employees are so rude. I've I've left fifty dollar tips on a a little restaurant just because of the service. So it, I'm huge in customer satisfaction and customer service. Because a lot of people, like, I, I've dealt with stylists that they give that attitude, like, Ugh, or they're frustrated or they don't focus on their hair and they're more worried about their home problems and they bring their home problems home. Yeah. It's like, it's not your time to relax. It's their time to relax. And when it comes to me, I'll be dehydrated. I'll be starving. I'll be feeling uh, lethargic. And I still execute. Got to give the me the energy. Exactly. Yeah. So when it comes to that and turning down customers, I, I do it because it's not about... You know, how, like giving you the instant gratification you want, it's giving you what you need pretty much in a sense. Like if you're coming to me and you have a different color line that you use and I'm not using the same color line, one, you're not going to get the same color that you want. Two, you're not going to be happy at the end of the day. Three, it gives me a bad name and I don't want that. I'd rather give you what you want and actually give you the right service and giving you the results that you ask for than giving you a lousy service. And you know what? And I, I I agree with all that completely. And you know what? You might have just changed those those people's lives who, uh, you know, who, whoever you had to deny because maybe yeah. they never would have thought about it in that way. Maybe yeah. maybe they'll they'll think about situations in their and lives. I, I charge two hundred and fifty dollars per service. Okay, so Th- that's it, that for a woman. But, well, well, you, you well, do great work. I've seen it, your Instagram. Yeah, thank you. When it comes to color <laughs> and stuff work. like that, it's two hundred and fifty dollars per service, and it can range anywhere to two seventy five, depending on like treatments and stuff like that. So I saw you uh, post a haircut you did earlier today. Yeah. on your instagram story yeah and this guy came in I, sorry, whoever you are man sorry but you know you came in looking like came <laughs> oh, in looking bro, like no, yeah no, you can tell him i know him <laughs> that man came <laughs> in looking like the the geico the caveman yeah you know yeah that because it, mm. it looked like he did it on purpose because he just wanted to let it all go until he he showed yeah. up and then he just cleaned him up yeah he, and he, i have a couple clients that do that <laughs> yeah well my brother does that you yeah. know my brother is the same way he'll he'll just wolf out mm-hmm. until he hits the barber that one day and then he'll just maintain that yeah, for and i tell him all the time i'm like yo man like i don't i charge for Forty dollars for a haircut. It's and a good I, haircut. Yeah, exactly. It's it's definitely worth it. But <laughs> yeah, I I saw the if, picture today. What the fade you, was on point. If man. you could come in every like two weeks, compared to one week, I'm gonna give you a haircut that lasts. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like I'm not gonna give you a shitty haircut that you're gonna have to come back the next week. And here's a little insight for a lot of people that don't know: barbers will personally push back the tape a little bit just so the hair starts growing out, so you come back quicker. Not a lot of people know. Oh, that. my. What? And the tape line, they'll push it back so, like, the little hair starts to grow on. You get frustrated and pissed. And, yeah. That's like trade I, secrets? Yeah, wow, trade secrets. Man, I, I don't do that. I, I like to leave a natural hairline or just touch it up to make it a little bit sharper. But 
I don't affect with naturalness. Like so, I'd like to share my barber stories Go ahead. because you know <laughs> I, I I don't. Uh, at this point, the lovely Claudia just shaves the side of my head, mm. you know, and, and she does a great job, and I love it. And uh, I just I haven't gotten a, a proper haircut in a long time. When I say proper, I mean, you know, yeah. in, in a barber chair, mm-hmm. the whole experience. I haven't gotten that in a very long time. And uh, I had to stop going to barbers because the barbers in this local area, you know, all mm. my, I had one barber. His name was Ninja, and, mm. or is, and he's a great barber. If you ever get to look him up, look him up. Mm. Ninja the barber. Great guy. Uh, but he moved. So, yeah. you know, whatever that happens, right? You, mm. you, people move. He's got to live his life. Mm. And, uh, and then I had to go to these randoms, you yeah. know, and I had to start. There was a search for a barber, you know, mm. and I went to this one local place and everybody in there. And this is no offense to barbers around the world because, you know, there's a lot of great barbers. Yeah. But these guys, this one place, good Lord, they all look like escape convicts, yeah. you know, and I'm sure that <laughs> half of them must have been because mm. they were all ridiculous. One time I went to this barber, okay, and I booked an appointment with them, mm-hmm. showed up. Uh, I get to the barber shop and he's, he's got his head down on his on his desk. You know, he's got his head down, and and uh, I go up to him, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" You know, I was like, "You know, I'm here for the haircut," and he was just like, "I'm sorry, bro, but I'm really fucked up right now." Seriously? Yeah, he's like, "I don't want to lie to you." He's like, "I'm, I'm gonna pass you." I'm sorry, and this is the worst. I sound like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like, <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna pass you off to my guy over there. He's really good. Trust me. You know, he got you. He got you." And then I had to go get a haircut from some random dude. It was not good. <laughs> it was a bad experience. Well, well, my first haircut was actually on a on a good friend of mine. His haircut was so bad, and I was so proud of it. I was so <laughs> proud of it. But it was so bad. Literally, we walk in the house, and his mom's like, "Who the fuck cut your hair?" <laughs> and and he goes, "Shane just did." And I was, he was like, "She no." She goes, "Here's money. Go get a real haircut." Oh my god! But it, it, still, and it's crazy enough. Still to this day, that's my favorite haircut. Wow. Because that's kind of what started this whole regime yeah. of like what I do. And I never saw myself doing hair. Never. I wanted to originally be an architect, which is crazy. Okay. And I love building things with my hands. Like I used to take apart the VCR player back in the day, put it back together just to see how it would work. That's amazing. And yeah. like taking apart gadgets, building two pick uh, Play-Doh houses and stuff like that. Sweet, man. Love that, man. But It takes a certain mind. Yeah. And then I, I was like, you know what? I went into... Um, let me tell you a little bit about it, but yeah. I, I went in. I first started construction. I yeah. was working uh, construction for Caterpillar Construction. Oh wow! I was my first one. Big of my name. First, yeah, I started working actually for Chuck E. Cheese and the whole conspiracy behind it. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> but um, that was my first job. After that, I quit. I went through a breakup. Got got with Caterpillar. I worked there for about a year and a half. Got fired from that, and then I think these were signs because I got fired from most of my jobs. <laughs> uh, got fired from there. Then I went to work at Planet Fitness. Okay. And I worked at Planet Fitness for like a year and eight months. And I'm still like figuring things out. But I started uh, photography. Oh, nice. I, I fell in love with like photography, Vogue magazine and everything like that. And I, I was doing that for about a year and a half alongside Planet Fitness and everything. And then I was like, you know what? I, I'm, I, I'm not living in the way I want to live. When I was working at Caterpillar, I, I don't like to say depression, but I was in a very sad state in my life because I, I correlate depression with like the word suicide. Yeah, yeah. And people misuse the word just like love. They misuse it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really in a sad place in my life. And then I went to Planet Fitness. I got more interaction with people. Started loving that. Started becoming... I was always a people's person. From there, I went and I was doing the photography on the side. I had a few clients here and there. I'll do their work. And then I started working at Pizza Scene. 
Oh, cool. Which is a local pizza place. It's an amazing pizza place. If you I have, must have if, seen you at that if, time because I used to go there all the time. Oh, it's great. All it's the great. time. I worked on the one in Hialeah, in Miami. God, the pizza. Those garlic rolls are so good. Oh, so good, man. Like, they're I used very to good. sneak them in the back. Oh, man. It's so good. And the prices are just great. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I was doing that. And um, amongst all that, I started fashion design. And I was doing both jobs for like a year, year and eight months. And I was doing fashion design. And through fashion design, I caught myself doing like the hair for the models because. I always needed a makeup artist and I always needed a hairstylist for the shoots. The makeup artist would always show up, hairstylist would never show up. So I caught uh. myself doing the hair and I already had the photography background. So for my fashion clothing that I was making, I would just take the pictures for it. Oh, sweet, man. So it kind of all corresponded and correlated together. And then after I, I broke off of those two and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on hair. I really like it at the moment. So I started doing hair for just like for fun, telling my boys, yo, I'm kind of here now, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, that's a then, great resource to have. Yeah, so I I started working three jobs, so full time. Ah. Um, I would work uh, Sherwin Williams from seven thirty to twelve thirty in the afternoon. Wow, I really don't like working for people, yeah. and I get that from my father. Like my father owned his own business, everything was great. We we had really good money back in the day, but I would work from twelve thirty to I'm um, seven thirty to twelve thirty in Sherwin Williams. Um, from one to five, I was cutting hair, and then from five thirty to eleven thirty at night, I was making pizza. Wow. And I dude. did that for six months straight, seven days a week, paid all my bills off for a year, quit both jobs, and just started working, cutting hair. And like, and I tell people, I'm like, if you're not willing to sacrifice, you, you really don't want it that bad. And I, I deal with a lot of people when I'm consulting them on personal growth and development, and they're like, oh, but you know, like, I kind of need this, I kind of need that. I'm like, okay, then you don't really want that. And like, you just learn throughout the process, man, of like how badly people want it and like, who to surround yourself with and like what where it really drives people and it's a lot of people go for instant gratification man and it's one I of the agree. deadliest things that I, I've, I've come to see wow man that's an amazing uh that's amazing work ethic you got man thank you man. that's like that's, that's the the one word that sticks in my head after hearing all that because that like it just sounds like the the, the people i know that go the furthest in life are the ones that are not afraid of a little bit of work you know yeah and that's and it's just that's just how it I've goes been man since nine this morning and we're probably not going to finish till 10 30 <laughs> yeah. like i work about 12 to 13 hours a day wow. because it's like i'm nowhere well i'm, I'm pretty close to where i want to be cool but at the same time it's like i'm not there yet i i can't tell my family let's go on a vacation i'm not helping people in other countries that need my help i'm not providing the way i want to provide for like my friends and stuff like that and it and I tie that to my why. It's not mostly about me. It's about them because I'm good. I'm happy. Like, I have this internal flame in me that burns happiness all the time. And it's like, I just have so much of it. It's like, I want to give that. Absolutely, man. And so That's a beautiful thing. And, and, and you know what the thing is? Uh, I was thinking about this earlier with the motive because there's a motivational aspect to everything you do. You know, yeah, and, and yeah, and, and you blend it all. And now it's all blending to the, the YouTube channel you've been running. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I love about it is that I was thinking everybody has a. There's so many different things that motivate people. Yeah. Right? And there's so many different styles of motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. Now there's now imagine there's the there's a certain type of motivational speaker that's got the Rolex on his watch uh, on, on his yeah. on his arm. Uh, you know, he's got the suit, right? Mm -hmm. That's one type of motivate. Then you have the oh, other this, one. This is my suit, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I do like suits, but I'm not that whole flash not the right, guy. Yeah, and, and, but, you know, it's the motive that we were saying mm -hmm. earlier, you know? Uh, you could tell that that type of image that that person wants to put off mm -hmm. is, you know, the $10,000 watch image. Yeah. And, uh, not, which is fine, you know, that they just, they use money as a, as a, 
a status as a status and as a measurement tool, mm-hmm. you know, for success. Mm-hmm. Then there are people imagine the other motivational speakers you have on YouTube, uh, you know, or anywhere really, mm-hmm. you know, imagine he's got dreadlocks and a, and a tie dye shirt and he's talking about, you know, the, the, the wind in the trees. Yeah. And that's a different kind of motivation, you know, it's mm-hmm. the different, uh, different motives. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so where do you fall in that? What, what, you know, how do you, what's your motivation style? And, and I've seen a couple of your videos, so I guess I could answer it for you, but I'd like mm-hmm. to, I'd like to get I, you I input. think mine is, is very unique in the sense of I don't, I attack, I don't attack the flashy lifestyle. I don't attack, you know, the peace, love and all that, which I am for, which is peace and love. But at the same time, I, I, I attack what makes you happy. That's why I like working with my clients one-on-one because I'm not showing you and diluting the information by saying, here's a course, here's a class, take the class, it's going to help you. Like, no, 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 everyone has their own problems. Help everyone individually. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So what what I do is I, I talk to them and I understand what's wrong with them. So that's, I don't attack like, okay, you want to a mansion, you want a house, you want freedom to do whatever you want, whatever you want. I don't attack that. I attack the inner. Because if you control the inner, and, and one of my quotes on my uh, YouTube channel is, it says, life is limitless when you master you. Mm-hmm. And when you could understand you and understand your world and cancel out everyone else, it just becomes so much clearer. I and, agree. And it's like one of the most beautiful things. So that's what I attack when it comes to motivational speaking. I like to call it personal growth and development because you're focusing on your personal growth, your development, because I can't give you water if I don't have water for myself. There you go. You get what I'm saying? Like, why... like. Tony Robbins says, oh, what in a plane's going down? Why does he say put your mask on before you help other people? Because you need to help yourself before you can help others. Ah, so it's a great example. I, I, I try to target people to help become the most evolved them, even if it's just for short term, to help them understand, okay, how can I be a better me to help other people? Exactly. And that that's pretty much what I target. That's why I think I find it unique because I don't attack like the prizes that you win from it, I attack, okay, what's wrong with you now? Let's fix that. Let's not run away from the problem. Let's fix what, what's currently going on with you. And that's extremely important, man, is to treat people like individuals. Mm-hmm. And I think as human beings, that's one of the be- you know, coolest things that we have is the fact that we're individuals. You know, we're all yeah. different. You know, that's the, that's why I like doing these. You know, that's why I even like having a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to talk to the guest and then you have the even the chat. Yeah. You know, they have their own personalities and, you know, they start hanging out and talking to each other and getting to know each other. Exactly, and man. It's it builds community. Good. Exactly. And there's community. And, I, and, and we've lost that. Yeah, And man. we've lost that over time. And a lot of people don't. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. Can you... Does he have a treat? A lot. <laughs> we need to distract the the cat's gone in attack mode, guys. This is uh, just in regular shut up. Let's talk fashion. This is there, nothing. There we go. There we go. It's almost like he's figured out what gets some treats, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, anyway, yeah, we we're talking about. But there's the, so many different motivational styles, man. And I see that. Yeah, you are the kind of person that likes to push this. Per, uh, you know, your I don't want to say client because that takes away some of their soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I hate that. I had an assistant one time, and she would call me boss, and I'm like, don't do that. Stop like, that. I, like even though, like. I don't believe in money as a statue. Mm-hmm. I believe in like the person you are because you could put a nice, you could put a shitty person next to a nice car. It doesn't change the person. You get what I'm saying? That's true. So like, I've seen it. <laughs> she would call me boss, and I was like, "Don't call me boss." Like, you know, I'm I'm your partner. I'm your equal. Like, we're working together in we're the in same thing. We're working towards the same thing. So, I don't, I I feel like I don't see color. Like, I don't I don't see racism. Like, I understand it's out there, but when I'm talking to uh, whether it be black, Asian, Mexican, or whatever it may be, like. Yeah, we're the same. Like, yeah, we're all the same. I mean, that, the beauty is the culture. That's the part mm-hmm. of the individuality, you know. Like, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with culture, like different cultures. It's it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. It's funny because when you, you know, I haven't taken a trip in a long time, but you know, when you when you when you step out of your 
I don't want to say comfort zone, but when you step out of uh, just your what you're no, used to every single day, then that mm-hmm. might be comfort zone. But when you see other places, you know, you see other types of terrain and you know types of land. You see mountains and you see beaches and you see these different areas. It really the thrill of social media for a lot of people these days is seeing people in different places, right? Yeah, but it's not even that fulfilling. It, yeah, exactly. Not until you're out there seeing it yourself. Exactly. You like know? it's it's like oh, okay, cool, and then I got a quick fix, and then people. Feel that fix, and they don't want to live the rest of their life because they feel like, oh, I did it already. No, you exactly, didn't. Right. That person did it. Yeah. That's why I got into the point on social media now where I post my content, I answer people, and I get off. I don't scroll. I don't see what anyone else is doing because I caught myself one time. I was like, damn, I wish I was doing that. But then you don't know if that person's happy. You don't know if that person's depressed. Yeah, and, I, and I work with models, like beautiful models. And like I've had some of them tell me, yo, I'm not in a good place. Like, I, I'm clinically depressed with anxiety, depression. And it's like, when I saw that, I was like, yo, but people love you. That's tough, right? But you can't love yourself. So that's why I'm so big on, like, loving yourself self and personal growth and development. Because it starts with you, man. Like, you create your re- world. You create your reality. Like, that. going back to life is limitless when you master you. It's Yeah. Absolutely, man. It's completely true. You know, you have to... I was uh, listening to something uh, a little earlier today and... Uh, it was Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie, I believe, the the mm-hmm. film director, and he was uh, he he had read a book, and they had mm-hmm. said that in in situations you have to you have to you have to have a certain confidence about you, and the confidence is not for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. I I believe it is, but not not everybody gravitates towards it, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, but it's something that will take you from you know night to day, you know, depending on yeah. depending on where you are in your life, you know. Mm-hmm. If we all have that, it's just. It's just something you have to work towards. And you know what? This this whole Guy Ritchie thing, you can forget about it for a second. Because what I really would rather bring up is the fact that motivation, man, is nothing without taking steps into it. Yeah. No, you know? motivation is shit if you don't do nothing with it. It's like it. prayer, right? Yeah. People could pray to win the lottery all day, but like there are people that pray to win the lottery and they don't even play the lottery. Mm. You get what I'm saying? No, and, and it's true. <laughs> and like, And a prime example I give is like people are like, oh, the universe, if I put good energy into the universe, the... The universe is going to give me back, which I do believe in the law of attraction. Yes. But you have to act in which you're do- attracting something. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, do something. So ask the universe to give you this guitar now. won't come to you. And that's where work comes into. You got to do the work in order to get what you want. And then when you act in that manner, everything just gravitates you. You become a magnet to what you work for. I agree, man. And and I'm sure that I'm sure you can definitely relate. You know, yeah. back then, you know, because, you know, cutting hair just doesn't happen overnight. You know, yeah. be- becoming yeah. well. There, there's, I, there's I, being good and there's being great. I started off cutting hair for free, and then I started charging seven dollars, and I was only getting, I want to say, ten clients a week. I wasn't going to be able to work for myself. Then I was like, okay, let me raise my prices. So for my old clients, they're they're marked in at twenty five. They're they're locked in to grandfather. New clients are at forty, and now I'm getting like forty clients a week. But now, if you do the math. You know, it's, and then you, that's not including the girls. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Like, so those are big jumps in between. It's hard to and balance yeah, it's, it's good. And, like, I do have fluctuations depending on seasons and stuff like that. But I found a consistency within it. And yeah. So, like, there's, you have your days. and But that's, I don't want to depend on just hair for the rest of my life. I do love hair. But I want to get from behind the chair and teach people how to become better stylists. Mm. You that's know what cool. I'm saying? Like. The, the tactics, the habits that they should be performing, like how you do anything is how you do everything. So, like, I, I talk about, like, making your bed in the morning. Ah, it's like, changed my life. Yeah. and it's The it's, lovely Claudia even, put me onto like, that. Exactly. Like, I've noticed, like, even if your day's shitty, you come back, 
and you have met been made and that one of the best feelings in the world so it's true i've gotten into the habit um even today like i finish work at i want to say 7 7 30 and as i'm leaving work my station was a mess and i was like you know what i went back and cleaned the whole station and then left but it's become such a habit to me that i didn't see it as a bother i didn't see it as a, a frustration saw it as like okay cool it's and your habits are everything, man. Yeah. It's true. It's what dictates your life. It's true, man. You know, I, I pick up good habits, and then sometimes I fall I, ball, I fall back into the wrong, uh, bad ones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like uh, there was a time where I was waking up early, and I was making these videos for the Instagram page, and I did it consistently for about two weeks, right? And then and I think, things were good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was great, and it was great. And then I think I, you know, like I got sick or something like that, and it put me off for a day, and then I just lost my, my balance on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like I, I look... I look but you, at it. But you don't need the motivation to get back to you. You just need to start walking in it again. Exactly. And that's all it is. is, is it's just a matter of doing. Yeah. It's a doing thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Even with a lot of people, and don't get me wrong, like, I love podcasting, but there's so many people, and even for you, I'm sure you know so mm-hmm. many people that tell you, oh, I want to start a podcast. Yeah. Or I've been meaning to start one. Or I'm going to start making videos. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I've been meaning to make videos. I was supposed to make them, you know, forever ago. But and I got They talk but, about the, oh, when it happens. Like, and it's like, okay, have you done anything with it? And they're like, no, nah, like, no, nah, nah, I don't have the camera right now. Though yeah. I don't have the camera. You got an iPhone. You got a phone that records. Like, and most of the time, it, honestly, these days the phones are better than like the webcams mm-hmm. that you could buy. <laughs> you know? Like the phones are better quality. They, they make excuses, yeah. and, and it's and I take credibility for everything in my life, every single thing. If someone fucks me over, it is my fault for allowing them into my life. Yeah, man, accountability, man. It's got to be responsible, and that's like that's part of owning it. Yeah, that we were talking about. You know, like mm-hmm. got to own. Exactly. Taking and, ownership and, of something. People don't. They they're quick to point the finger. Like, nah, my life is like this because you did it to me. Like, yeah, yeah, like I wasn't. You know, exactly. Yeah, they'll try now, to they'll now, try to find some a, way to pin if it. If you're in a relationship and your girl cheats on you, that's not your fault. Like, <laughs> no, no. don't take accountability for that. But now, if she's wandering off because you're not treating her like the woman she's supposed to be treating. That's your fault. What's gonna happen? Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. you have to, you have to, you get out what you put in. We all heard mm-hmm. that one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's funny, man. I think about the, I actually a song of mine. I made a song when I was about fifteen, sixteen, and it actually got featured in a documentary, a local really? documentary. Yeah, a local documentary awesome. about a motivational speaker. Wow. Yeah, which is really. What and was it, it called? And the documentary was called The Motivator. Okay. And uh, it was really, really cool. I, I forgot the guy's last name, but the guy's name is Victor. He's a motivational speaker, and he, mm-hmm. he tours everywhere. And he has kind of like a – he uses comedy as his approach to get with the crowd. And you know what? That That's that's interesting that you say that because I've been torn for the, like the past two weeks because I see these motivational speakers, and I'm a, I'm a kooky-ass guy. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm funny. Like, you know, I like to think I'm funny. But I'm I'm not that serious of a person, like, when it comes to life. Like – I enjoy life like as much as I can. And I see these motivational speakers and they wear this mask, this facade of like no seriousness. I do my shit, but I enjoy doing my shit. I joke, I laugh, I have my friends, and it was tearing me apart because I was like I started comparing myself. I'm like, "Oh, I'm not I'm not serious as I just made a video the other day that I think is hilarious. Like I'm going to be posting it next week Tuesday." But and then I have my seriousness, but then I'm like Okay, am I not being my true self? And I started questioning myself. <laughs> and I started oh, questioning my myself. But then at the end of the day, I was like, you know what, dude? Like, this is who I am. When it comes to work and getting shit done, I'm serious. But when it comes to, like, you know, chilling and, like, leisure time, I'm funny. Yeah. And But, like, that's my personality. That's who I am. Like, okay, I know when to be serious and then I know when to be funny. And I could turn that switch on and off. But 
it's, it's funny that you say like it was a comedy motivational speaker and like, I I wouldn't put myself in comedic I would put myself in chill yes that, that's where I, that's definitely where I see you at mm. give, me one, give me one second I just you know what my cat is the most ridiculous it's almost like he, he enjoys being around you it's like he enjoys bothering you um it's, it's almost like yeah right it's almost like he it, i know he likes you for sure because he doesn't leave you alone uh anyway folks yeah man the motivational aspect man i love it and it, it's it helps me a lot in my life honestly because sometimes I, I listen to so many of these podcasts and uh i fall into bad habits it's just a thing i get i'm a lazy guy i'm just naturally lazy i like i like to yeah i just like i like, like to chill man we don't want to work trust me i don't want to be doing this shit but i do because i know it's going to get me to where i want to be exactly man and and, and and you know what it's like in that journey we find the fun Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I've learned to enjoy the process along the way. Yeah. I used to see it as a struggle, and yeah. like, can like, be, yeah, and like, and I'm I'm so right now, like, yeah, you see me, like I'm 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 going through my own little adversities right now, you know, like I'm I'm paying a lot of things off right now, and I'm moving money around, money's tied up in investments and stuff like that, and I'm tight right now. You know what I'm saying? So like, when people ask me, "Yo, how you doing?" I'm like, you know what? I could be better. I'm not. And I like to show people the authenticity of that. Like, yeah, I, I am a. Mo- Doesn't mean I'm not happy. I could be better. You get what I'm saying? Because there's a difference. Like, you could be sad and still be joyful and appreciative of the things you have. Yeah. And that's where that's where I'm at. Like, you know, like, like I said, things are tied up right now. So I like to tell people that because it shows like I'm not, I'm not, I'm human. Yeah, we're human, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People are like, no, I gotta be happy every single day. You could be happy every single day, but doesn't mean you can't go through the emotions and the woes of like obstacles adversity challenges and stuff like that yeah don't be pressured to be happy that's not how it works <laughs> it's, it's the most simplest thing and people complicate it honestly yeah man i mean you know it's just you got to surround yourself around the people that you like you know mm-hmm. uh not not people that you like that's vague people that push you you know in in positive places you know people that are interested in the same things as you like-minded mm-hmm. people it's not the craziest concept ever you know yeah. um and i think about myself and this is what i was going to say earlier is that i'm sure you know growing up you know anything that you want to become good at it doesn't happen overnight and for me no. podcasting you know there was a lot of times back then where people would invite me out and and you know we want to go to places and maybe i want to go somewhere but you know i'd be at home editing a video Mm-hmm. Or recording a video, or doing, you know, I, I would just re- I, back then I would make, you know, more silly videos. I would just record me playing Aladdin and trying to finish mm-hmm. the game, and you know, uh, videos about toys and things like that. Just because I wanted to work, I just wanted to make something. And yeah, you wanted to create. Yeah, and you want to get better at the craft. Like I needed to make these videos. You know, even if they were stupid videos, I needed to know how to mix the audio, how to sync up the audio properly. You know, mm-hmm. what's the best lighting for these uh, videos? But you're driven. Yeah, you got to. And that's what I was going to say about you is that you're driven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and it's a. It, I was excited to have you on the show. I am excited to have you on the show today because it's hard to bump into people like that all the time. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people that we you know have to push up. You know, and sometimes it's even family. And that that yeah. another one of my affirma- one of my affirmations it says I'm not afraid to let people go, and that's a strength of mine. And and it's true because there's there's family members that I don't talk to because of the energy that. They, they come around me and tell me, like, oh, like, oh, and, like. Same. It's it's ridiculous. Like, I I, did, I was going to say something, but I don't want to throw names out there. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, like, it's it's family members like that, like, where I don't involve myself with them because I know the type of person they are. And they, they're not willing to change. So it's like, even if it's family, like, I, I if my parents ever do something to fuck me over, I will disown them. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah, un- I understand you, man. I'm, 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 we're, we're, we're very similar in that aspect. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna let anyone hold me back from my happiness. Nah, man. It, it can't happen, and it won't happen. Just because mm-hmm. I, you know, just 
I can't have that pressure, man. That individuality yeah. feels too good, man. It feels exactly. too good. And, and, and I'm not willing. To, I just can't give that up, you know? Mm -hmm. And nobody should have to. No. You know, people should. We should be propelling each other, and we should be pushing each other in in in, in positive places, man. It's not that hard to do. Exactly. It's not. It's not so hard. It's easy as holding the door open for someone and complimenting them on their shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but and people don't do that. They're tied to their phone. Yeah. And it's it's so bad. Like, if you ask my niece why her phone's bad, I've I've gotten her into this habit. Nice. If you ask her why her phone's bad, she's only four years old. She'll tell you because it makes me lazy and I don't pay attention to people. Oh, I like it. That's, that's good. That's a four-year-old daughter. That's I mean, epic. Niece and my my sister's daughter, but it's like that's what we should be teaching our kids. Not you're crying. Here's an iPad. Like, yeah, right. And, Call, and cause we, and react. And or like whatever. that's that's the generation we're bringing in. Like, it's tough, man. You know, yeah. Netflix has really become the the iPad is the newest. You know, the babysitter. You know, these days. <laughs> yeah, that's the. They that's saved the first it. time I heard that. I really like that. <laughs> it, I mean, that's what they use it as, man. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it, it's they've saved themselves thousands of dollars yeah. by getting that one iPad, you know, and, and it's amazing how they let their kids go on autopilot and then mm -hmm. think about this Momo controversy the other day, right? We've been seeing it and it's scary I understand, to have kids. <laughs> yeah, and I understand that so many parents, you know, the, the reason why it's getting shared is because people are warning each other. Mm -hmm. But imagine how many children are just wandering YouTube unsupervised Watching until, <laughs> yeah, until which is you know they sneak. Don't, don't get me wrong, they sneak it into the kids' videos. I mean, what are we supposed mm -hmm. to do? You know, it's not like I wasn't out there watching videos, and you know, like we had YouTube growing up. You know, mm -hmm. not not until we were like sixteen, seventeen. Mm -hmm. And that's the tough thing, right? We're in a transitional, yeah. and I say it all the time on the show, but we're in a tra we're from a transitional generation where we're moving we're from analog to digital. Yeah, and, and but it's a very interesting time. It is. It, it's it, amazing, man. Because I still think about minutes on cell phones. Yeah, or snake. <laughs> There's snake on the phone, or just having a, a house phone, or having that a you had to charge, man, that you could throw against the wall, breaks, and then like <laughs> it, it still works. Yeah, throw it in the lava, and that thing, now, that, the lava have, spits like, it back phones out. Phones that crack glass that takes you one hundred and twenty dollars to fix. Oh my god, dude! Earlier today, I was watching videos all day about how corrupt Apple is. Because I've known it forever, but I was, mm -hmm. you know, getting a little bit more in depth about it. And Apple, man, these guys, man, they just—they have such a stranglehold on their uh, brainwashed market. And don't but get I, me wrong, I, I iPhones even, are cool. I don't even think it's them doing it; it's us doing it to ourselves voluntarily, man. Exactly. It's the, it's the brand loyalty. Exactly. And that's. That's dangerous, man. Yeah. You know what I was thinking uh, for the last episode? I didn't get to say it, but, you know, we are talking... We, uh, the last guest on last week's episode, Stephanie, Steffi Boom, she mm. mentioned, uh, like, drugs... I actually, have, I actually have a tattoo from her, so... Oh, no way! Epic! Yeah, on right shoulder. Sweet! Yeah. <laughs> she mentioned uh, love and drugs, and, 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 you know, we were talking about that for a second, and I was thinking that, you know, love is a scary thing, man. Mm. Imagine, like, love is kind of like... Think about, like, fanatical uh, religious people. Scary, right? They'll mm -hmm. kill you for being gay or, or mm -hmm. a different religion or whatever the situation is, depending on what you, you know what you're talking mm -hmm. about. Love is tough, man. People kill for love. Yeah, but here here's an interesting thing, and it, it's going to change a lot of people's lives. And and I noticed this through my process of personal growth and development. Love is a choice; it's not an emotion. Mm -hmm. And and people don't understand that. And so I give the example of you don't wake up at three o'clock in the morning and change the baby's diaper because you're excited to change shit. You wake up because you you're choosing to love the baby and end its suffering. Absolutely. When you go into marriage, why do they not say, oh, do you promise to feel this emotion for the rest of your life? Or do they say, do you promise to love this person through the good and the bad and all this? Because you're choosing to love that person through the good and the bad. Exactly. And when I found out, like, okay, it's not an emotion because we could turn it on and off. I'm pretty sure there's moments, like, 
at least a 10-minute window a day, you're not thinking about your girlfriend. If you were completely in love and it was an emotion that was instilled in you, you couldn't get enough of her. You get what I'm saying? Like, it would be like a freak thing. But you have your own individual to take care of and you got to, you know, wander off. So now when you see her face again or when you come into her, her presence, it's it's a, it's a you're choosing, like, to turn your love on and be like, okay, baby, I love you. Let me let me help you. What can I do for you? You, you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And when I found that out, it... it it made any relationship that I have better. I agree. No, no. Family, friends, everything like that. Because we're all here because we want to be. Exactly. And it's the most beautiful. That is the most beautiful feeling, man. You mm -hmm. know, and I think about it no matter where I am. Like sometimes you know, you'll be at the beach one day, right? You'll be at the beach. Mm -hmm. You'll be listening to the waves. I'm, you know? a, I'm a nature guy. I love oh, the, cool. I love the woods. Like I, I feel awesome. more attached to nature than the ocean. That's awesome, man. Yeah, you know, I don't know where I fall with that. I, I love the, I love the forest as well because I lived in Virginia for a couple of years, so I actually mm -hmm. got to see some nice forests and there's some nice, you know, there, there's some nice mm -hmm. areas up there. North Carolina. Yeah, so North beautiful. Carolina is beautiful, man. Beautiful. Greens. I, I was in uh, Asheville, I was in Greensboro. We're in a place called Spruce Pine, which is like way out. Mm -hmm. That's over by like the mountain area, and the you know we're just, we're in mm -hmm. this like abandoned. It was an abandoned. Sorry, pff, abandoned. It mm -hmm. was a school that they had turned into like a hotel kind of thing. Okay. Like so it was like a school from like the twenties. Oh wow! Yeah, they had actually like you know it was the same area, but they turned all these classrooms and everything into be mm. into bedrooms and stuff. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so and they had pictures around the area of like all the you know children from the from that era. Mm -hmm. They had a little cafeteria to be at, and then you know you go outside and they have these rocking chairs to sit in, and there's a mountain right up there, and you just you wake up in the morning, you, you smell the you know, like you, you you hear the dew and you mm -hmm. know that that moisture, and you see like the fog rising up the mountain. Beautiful stuff, man. And I, and, and I, yeah. the reason why I think um, I'm more attached to. Uh, <laughs> Nature is because the naturalness of nature. You yes. know what I'm saying? And one of my clients, the, he, he the works... The naturalness of nature, baby. <laughs> one of my clients, he's a... Um, I, I don't know what you would call it. A, natural, a nature preserver or whatever. Um, but he, he told me, and this, this opened my eyes to it, that the nature is perfectly perfect machine, and we as humans fuck it up. Yeah, every like, time. There's certain trees that grow next to certain plants... Because the insects from that plant help that tree th thrive. And it's like, that's crazy how it just does it naturally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a beautiful environment. Like, a certain tree will help uh, bees pollinate, and then the pollen will, like, carry to somewhere else. And it's like, it, it's a beautiful working machine, and it's like a heartbeat, man. It's like, yeah, no, continuously it all working works itself. To, it all works together, man. Mm. Just like the human body. Yeah. You know, things work in ways, you know? Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I can't get that enough through people. Like, yo, you are perfectly perfect. Stop trying to change yourself. Like, you're fine just the way you are. I Even agree, if you're right? if you're in a wheelchair, you're you're fine just the, you get what I'm saying? Like Yeah, just work what you got, man. We're exactly. good. We're good. We all got the same opportunities, you know? Exactly, man. And well, you know what? <laughs> you know what? That's an interesting question. That, that was uh, I have a question generator sometimes I use on the mm -hmm. show once in a while. And that was a question, is that do you think we're all born with the same opportunities? Yes. Oh, yeah, she remembers that one. And, uh, yeah, we we're saying, uh, and, thank you, my love. Uh, and the answer was yes, we are. But, you know, it's tough. I think about it. I don't, I don't know where I fall with that question. Because I want to say that we all have this, we can all have the same drive. Mm -hmm. We just don't all have the same influences. Exactly. Okay, and we got Plug the other mic in. We have the technology. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. But no, it's true. What do you think about that, actually? Um, it's a tough one. Yeah. Influence. It, it begins at home. Like, mm -hmm. But then it comes to down to personal choice. Are you willing to get out of the situation that you're in? Yes. You get what I'm saying? Like, You got to want it. There's kids that grow up in the hood, and there's some people that make it out, and then there's some people that get lost in it and don't know how to get out. And it's 
and influence is a big thing and that's why like i'm i'm so big like you know the whole saying knowledge is power yeah and and the reason why i'm like a student of life and like learning things is because knowledge is power and if power could be turned into influence then influence could be turned into currency and then with the currency i could wash that back in and help as many people as i can so that's why i'm continuously like learning about myself yeah and like okay i'm like going back man i just go back to that life is limitless when you master you you're a fan of wiz khalifa yeah taylor gang you're a fan right uh you're a fan of currency currency i i I never heard of his music wiz khalifa is actually the reason why my name's shane taylor i'm not going to reveal my real name but yeah i was going to ask you about that yeah yeah, well the reason i said that is because yeah i figured because i i heard one of your podcasts and mm-hmm. you mentioned uh, you mentioned the Taylor Gang, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the reason I said that is because there's a lyric from one of their songs uh, from Young Roddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, practice make paper. No, no. Mm-hmm. Practice makes perfect. Perfect makes paper. Exactly. And and, and and in a way, that's you know, that's kind of what we're getting at with this whole thing. Is like kind of mm-hmm. like you have to you have to put the work in. And what we were saying was, there's a lot of people. You know, we said a couple of minutes ago, there's a lot of people that might have invited us to places, but we were too busy at home trying to hone the craft. Yeah, man. So, um, everything you do is a martial art. Yeah. You test yourself, and then you... Not everything is a competition. Don't no, get it mixed up. I didn't go out for five months, and I, and my weekends consisted of Little Caesar's Pizza, $5, and a movie. There was this place in Hialeah called Brothers, and it was $20, $20 for six movies. Whoa! Right? That's it, amazing. It was bootlegs, but yeah. like they were good quality bootlegs. Oh, yeah. And I would spend $5 and $20. So I would spend $25 a weekend when people were going out spending $125, $200. And I would just do that for four or five months. And I stayed in. Yo, come out. Nah, nah, I'm working. Come out. Nah, nah, nah. Yo, trust me. Now they're working for jobs they fucking hate, and I'm working for myself. Like There you go. I, yeah, I, that's I what sacrifice. it takes. That's what it's sacrifice, man. It's the key word. It's the magic people, word. It's the password. Too many people have FOMO. Fear of missing out. FOMO, yeah. guys, if you haven't heard of that one. Yeah. And it's true. And you know what? And that's the thing, man. It's an investment, though. Mm-hmm. We invest our time to get it later, mm-hmm. you know, to pull to pull that back out later when we're, when, when you have something kind of built up. And that's exactly. kind of what the show... And that's know, why I want to yeah. trade money for time. Like, I don't want to trade my time for money. I want to trade my money for my time. God, explain that a little bit. Um, so Dean, cool. Dean, Dean Graziosi um, is another speaker, but uh, he he says everybody has their job in life, yes. right? Um, so he goes, why am I going to waste an hour of my personal time when I could pay someone $25 or however much it is to do my lawn? I don't enjoy cutting my lawn, and I understand that. That's why we have jobs. Mm-hmm. So feed the economy. Stop being, you know, stop being greedy. Hold it for yourself, yeah. right? Feed the economy. Give that man his $40 to cut your grass. But you know what? You're feeding his family. It goes way beyond than what it is. It's like a drop in the water. It's a ripple effect. So you give yourself an hour it would have taken you to cut the grass to do whatever the fuck you want. And then you give him money to go feed his kids. Ah, it's a win-win situation. Exchange time, not money. Exactly. Think so I, I'm trading my money for my time. Like, And that that's why I'm doing the whole personal growth and development thing. Because I want to get to the point where I help so many people... Now, whenever I need anything, like, it's, it's at my dispense because, like, not, I'm not saying that I give to, to expect in return, but by giving all this time now, eventually it's going to switch roles. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that's what I'm standing now is work now, play later. Yeah, definitely, man. Because I don't want to be 60 years. My goal right now is to retire at 35. 
Yeah. And it'll happen. Yeah. With the way that you're set up right now, man, like with the way your mind is set up, I mean, mm. that will definitely happen because you have the drive for it, man. And that's all um, that's the that's that's all it takes, man. Really. Mm. It's, it's the it's the and it's the consistency in the drive, man. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't just wish for stuff and Don't get me wrong, there's days where I just want to chill and, you know. Yeah. And but the way I see it, man, is all these kids are going out like in their 20s and stuff and getting fucked up and partying and then like yeah, it was fun. You get what I'm saying? But, like, what is that going to do for you in the long run? Like, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, like, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my definition of fun is seeing the family together, seeing everyone having a good time and truly enjoying themselves. I agree. And, I, and I'm like my father in this sense. I, I can't enjoy things if I know things have to be taken care of. Mm, and it's true, right? The work is mm. never done until it's done, right? Exactly. Nah, I'm with you, man. And that's that's the attitude to have, man. It's like... I understand being organized is not for everybody. And and, and honestly, and, and I'm one of those people, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm learning. I'm in the process of learning now to try to, you know, mm-hmm. be more organized and, and get, get more focused, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I lose it a lot. And especially when you do a lot of things, it's easy because it's easy to get lost because, yeah, I also make a lot of music and uh, it's tough. I can't give a, you can't give 100 percent in two places. It's yeah. hard. You know, you got to give you the 50 50 or, you know, figure well, out that ratio. You could do multiple things at one time, yeah. but delegate your time to that when it's needed. Exactly. Man. So. And, you know, and I think that's and that's good advice I'm going to have to take because, uh, yeah, I mean, I do miss making the music, but I, it's just a matter of time. It's not about mm-hmm. missing it. Right. It's just about finding that one hour. One hour is a lot of time if you can make a lot out of it, you it, know, it, or it could go exactly. by if you don't do nothing. with it. Look, if you uh, a lot of people out there like. Look at your Instagram. There's a new thing that you could track your activity. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure if you look at most people, the majority of people's Instagram, it's at least four to five hours a day. Easily. Like a half, like a part-time job almost. E- exactly. So, so sorry, man. No, no, you're good. Let's check out the... Huh? Ch- 45 minutes. Yeah, 40. I set my timer for an hour. That's only because so I could post, answer, and get off. And then there's sometimes the conversations carry in the, the DM. Yeah. So it takes... It, it oh. adds up time, but I have a reminder set it for one hour. That's all I'm allowed on a day. Once I, I hit an hour, it's natural. I, I'm working on it. You get what I'm saying? Because I was one of those persons that, you know, leisure for social media. Uh, Abel, Abel Cervantes in the chat says, Shane. Hey, Abel. Oh, I know Abel. Yeah, it's one of the big homies, man. A great guitar player. Good yeah, lord. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, says, Shane, Alizar, Claudia, all beautiful people. Thank you, my friend. Hope you're having <laughs> a great night, dude. Uh, Claudia in the chat says, hello. And uh, Abel and Claudia <laughs> having a discussion. Uh, Ricardo in the chat says, "Oh, you speak Spanish, brother? Can you you, you want to go for that one?" Que pero raza. Presentes. Oh, you know what? L- okay. Let me. I am Cuban, by the way. Just I'm que, not very good at que yeah. pedo raza. Like, Por aquí andamos presentes. Yes, yeah, like what's up? Uh, how's everything over there? Uh, we're here. I could order food grain in Spanish. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> That's the most I could do. Well, thank you, Ricardo, for hanging out, brother. Oh, man, Ricardo, what's up, my brother? Rick- Ricardo, uh, Ricky, I forgot Ricardo. where he's from. He, yeah, he actually uh, is, a, is a new uh, friend of Shut Up, Let's Talk, who, who came in on one of the random streams that got shared mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. So thank you. Thank you for hanging out, my brother. Brian also says, yo, Shane, shout out from Japan, homie. Hey. Brian Gomez. Oh, Brian Gomez. Yeah, he's actually a client. Friend, good friend, actually. I don't want to put him under a client like... 
Man, the conversations we have every time we cut his hair, always a good one. That's awesome it. that he's actually on there. I, hey, enjoy your vacation, man. Get off of here. Oh, he's on vacation in Japan? Yeah, that's, that's he's good, there for two weeks now, man. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, man. Wow. I cut his hair right before he went, which was great. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Hey, that's epic, man. Yeah, thank everybody from the chat for hanging out tonight. We had a great time on the show so far, man. Uh, but we're not done just yet. <laughs> thank God it's Motivational Monday, my friend. Yeah, TGIMM. What, uh, tell us a little bit about that. So... I'm I'm hustling Monday through Monday, and it's like, okay, what's motivating you for the rest of the week? So I'm actually changing it. I'm still going to be doing the same platform, but I understand the algorithm of YouTube now, so I'm figuring it out. We were talking about that earlier. So because I – and you know what's fucked up, though? Like people talk about like, oh, I want to be pumped. I want to, you know, destroy my week. I don't get as much views on that as my other stuff. And it's like (laughs) – yeah, the podcast. Like is great. you, you're talking about like you want a better life. You want to have a, do great things, and it's like you're not doing anything for it. Like you're literally just listening to people. They, my old barber, he's deaf, right? And he refuses to get his hearing fixed. And I'm like, yo, that is amazing. Like the fact that he could cut hair and like because hair is actually a, a hearing thing. Not not a lot of people know that. But when you use the clippers, the sound of the hair cutting lets you know, like, if you're going too high or certain things. He does it perfectly, like, which Whoa. is which is ridiculous because it, it's a it's a mixture of most of your senses: hearing, sight, well, not taste, but <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I I have gotten hair in my mouth, but it's like this fade is perfect. <laughs> yeah, but like he does this, and like you know, it lets you know if you're really cutting the hair, how much to take the height, but like. He doesn't wow. want to fix his hearing, and I'm like, yo, you're tuning out the bullshit in your life. You, you don't understand how good you got it. And he knows, he knows. But that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people rather listen to all the bullshit coming in their life than actually, like, if you can't surround yourself with good people, listen to them. Yeah, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? Just, and I'm at the point right now where I'm, I, I've listened to so many podcasts, I've listened to so many motivational things, and I'm so, I'm, I'm already that person. I'm a positive, motivated person, and... And I'm driven it. And so right now I'm decluttering. I'm not listening to as money because I'm trying to figure out which thoughts are mine. Like in the sense of like, okay, what, do, what does Shane desire? Yeah. Not like, okay, this person said this. Maybe should I apply this to my... And then you get diluted. But if you're not there yet, like, dude, like I, like I said, I'm already at that point. So I'm like not listening to me no more because I'm already filled with it. I'm just trying to give it out now. Yeah. I'm to that point where I'm taking action with what I have. But if you're not there, yo, like I said, if you can't surround yourself with good people, listen to them, man. Because... They're going to give you advice, insight on on what you what you feel like you're missing in your life, and they might say one thing, and it might translate to something for someone else, and it might translate to you differently. And just listen to them, and that's what I did. I couldn't find people in the Miami area that like are pumped and motivated, and like you know, let's. I want to work for myself. I want to stay up till four o'clock in the morning, and, and you know, work on my craft. No, no, I wish. What a dream. You know what I'm saying? Like That'd now, now I get to play video games. I haven't played video games in seven years. Now wow, I play. Okay. Vi- lately, I've been playing video games, and I'm fucking nostalgic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm having a great time. I'm enjoying life, dude. Like, yes, I'm. Like I said earlier, I'm going through some shit now. Not bad. Happy. Um, but yeah, dude. Like I, I'm just, I'm just trying to find those, those moments. Like that's what I chase now. Those moments, like. I already foresee myself on a road trip. My my, one of my greatest fondest moments is when you you know when you're driving on a road trip, and you just stop into like a small diner, yeah, like a mom and pop shop, oh, yeah. and that shitty cup of coffee. Oh yeah, it's the best. That thing is the ever. best cup of coffee I've ever had. Yeah, man. You get what I'm saying? Like, and those are the moments I'm chasing for. Not like where I'm working, where everyone's separated, and 
No, I, I hate just, it, man. I love when people are together, man, and that, that's that's why I'm doing it is to bring everyone together. I'm with you, man. I mean, I'm I'm working on, I'm having too much fun doing these podcasts, man. And I'm mm-hmm. looking at it, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I reach out to people. People reach out to me to be on the show, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this cannot this cannot be a side job for me anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. You know what I mean? Like, there's there there's there's a way. You know, there's always a way to monetize what yeah. you have, like what you're following and stuff exactly, like that. Exactly, man. And you know what? The first the first part of the the big plan for me is to find an office, mm-hmm. or uh, you know what. Uh, we're also moving to a new place, so we don't, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, the the plans are gonna get, you know, thrown around here and there. What what I what, well, what you're doing right now is you're adding value, and like that's the biggest thing. If you're trying to monetize on anything, yeah, add value. Don't exactly. because like I know this sounds harsh, but no one gives a fuck about what you post about your kids on Instagram. Like it's true. You get what I'm saying? Like oh, they'll like the picture, but that's out of pity. Like you get like they don't stand a focus on it and be like, I have to write them. Your daughter is so beautiful. Oh my God! Like how is she doing? Like no one carries the conversation past the light, right? You get what I'm saying? So it's like add value to someone else's life, not just yours. Don't don't be fucking narcissistic and be like, how many likes can I get on this? Yeah, no. And I, and, I, and I said it recently in one of my posts that I'm not relevant until someone needs a haircut, and I understand that. You get what I'm saying? Like mm. no one gives a fuck. Well, people give a fuck about me, like <laughs> my family and shit, obviously yes. on a daily basis. But outside of that, no one gives a fuck about me until they need a haircut. Yeah. But how can I be relevant every single day? There's so many people out there that if I could, hey, you need help, let me help you. It's a good way to look at it, You know, like there's someone down on the street, I could be relevant to your life. I could add my relevance to your life. Not waiting for you to give me relevance. I'm creating my own opportunities. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the way I see it. That's a good way to be, man. And it's true. Like you, you do need to add value, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and what is value? I mean, value is anything that people want. Exactly. If people want that, that whatever that thing is has value. There are so many things that people thought, oh, who's, who's going to care about that? Like the sham wow. I'm sure somebody tried to, you know, like some, dude, I'm sure dude, the sham wow, the cleaning tool. I'm about to blow your mind right now. There, there is a company from Canada that sends canned air, not oxygen, <laughs> not oxygen, canned air for 20 inhales to Beijing, and they sell it for twenty dollars because air over there is so polluted. It's that valuable. Supply so if you really think you don't have value to add, sell air. Sell air, man. <laughs> think, think about, yeah. Think about selling air. Think about the pet rock that was popular in the 80s. Yeah. People selling pet rocks. Noodles, you know? pool noodles. What is that? Oh, pool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A piece yeah, of styrofoam. Yeah. They just cut it on two ends. It's a piece of styrofoam, yeah. You know, there's so many things. There's there's adding value. I remember uh, I had a friend that was, well, you see people out there with GoFundMes. Uh, for what? GoFundMe, like oh, donation, GoFundMe accounts. Yeah, 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 donation yeah. accounts and stuff, for some of the most ridiculous stuff, you know. Like I had a friend, but people would buy it. People <laughs> would buy it, but it was an example. Uh, I knew somebody that wanted to go to college, which is mm-hmm. fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But they were they had a GoFundMe set up mm-hmm. for this, but for their tuition. <laughs> yes, but they weren't offering anything in return. It was literally just it's selfishness. It was it was literally just give me money to go to college. Look, it wasn't like you're not going to make us little bracelets or anything. You're not going to do anything for us. And literally everything I talk about ties into personal growth and development if you really bring it in. If I go to your house and I knock on the door and I say, give me $25 <laughs> because I'm sell, sell, selling you a product because of the selfishness of myself. If I say, give me $25, you're going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But if I come and knock on your door and be like, hey, can I cut your grass? Thank you. You get what I'm saying? You, you're you're going to be like, no, man, like, I have to compensate you out of the purity of your heart. Now, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. But you get what I'm saying? Like, 
just do like and i'm so big on that like right now a lot of the clients that i'm working with that are trying to start their own business i'm like do everything for free you're going to make so much money out of it they're like how i'm like because when you make good relationships with people they're willing to invest into you yeah. but if you don't have nothing for them to invest in why are they going to give it to you exactly man like i i have um i have uh one of my clients right now she wants to do marketing and i tell her look get a client and tell him let me do digital marketing for you for two weeks straight. I just want to do it for you for free. I want to show you the work I could provide for your company. If you see no improvement, no investment from it, we don't carry on. But if you see something, we'll talk business. That's the way to be. Provide something. But she's doing it for free at the beginning. Yeah. But what's going to happen if they really like her work, if she believes in herself enough? Boom. Yo. You get plugged right, in. Let's, let's, let's set up a payment plan. Yeah. But you know what? That's what it is. It's like... Uh, and <sighs> times change... Business changes with time and mm -hmm. society, and economy, and all sorts of, and all all those things kind of tie together. And you know, in a way, what we're talking about kind of goes in with that. Back then, maybe you could charge people for a certain thing when the communication wasn't big enough. When things were going mm -hmm. on these days, you know, especially if you make beats or if you do uh, graphic design, all sorts of little things, you need to kind of build these relationships in the beginning when you're not established, you know. Mm -hmm. And those things will take you really, really, really far. You know, right. I, I look at. Um, I look at the podcast now, and and I'm 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 actually really happy with where it's at because mm. I'm able to do it from home, man. Like, and mm. and I'm still having fun learning. Like, we, yeah, like I said, we just bought the new mixer mm. the other day. We're having fun with that. It's a new toy for me to play with and, and yeah. hang out, and it's a new world to be in. I'm also learning how to use an audio mixer now. So no mm. matter whether I do podcasts or make music, I have a skill now under my mm. belt. And those things are important, man. You want to build skills. Yeah. Think about life like a video game, dude. Like when mm. you play video games, you know you build. You get yeah, tools you and you get swords. And all that. Yeah, life is just like that, man. We, mm -hmm. we, we find skills and then we just got to use them at the right time. Exactly. And, oh, and uh, speaking of that, let's talk a little bit about uh, the word opportunity. And the thing about opportunity, we were talking about it earlier. What is opportunity? I heard somebody say it very interestingly one day and it changed my perspective. Opportunity is experience. It's like being at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm but having the right skill at that same time as well. That's the I third that, yeah. that's like the, the third piece that a lot of people miss out is having mm -hmm. a, a proper skill to 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 offer at that right time, you know? Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like okay, if you have something, don't wait for the opportunity to come to you. Create the opportunity. Yeah, that, exactly. You get what I'm saying? Like if you know how to make music and make beats, don't wait for a producer to come to you. Be that. Go go exactly. I'm like and what I tell people a lot of time now, you got to back it up. Like with what you do, yeah. Don't be, but don't be sorry. When I when I first started out with um, motivational speaking and personal growth and development, I told people I'm a personal growth and development coach. How long you been doing it? Two weeks. Who are you to tell me that I'm not? Yeah, you get what I'm saying. It's like, but now, in those two weeks, like I I said some shit like that changed them, and it was like, tell me I'm not like. Just because I don't have a plaque or a diploma or, like, don't it's tell irrelevant. me who I am. I am who I say I am. Yeah. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, in the paper and the news. Uh, <laughs> Every day. Yeah. And it's completely true. And it, it's funny because this is a thought I was having earlier today is the fact that uh, your skill and your level of experience do not correlate. No. They dude, don't. Like, they there's 60-year-old people that have not done nothing with their life. And then there's a 15-year-old... Killing it. <laughs> Benjamin Kicks, 15 years old, became a multimillionaire for selling sneakers. 
Wow. And I'm pretty sure that gave him opportunities to travel all over the world, and he has more experiences than a six-year-old that played it safe and stayed in their community. For Yo, 80% of people that go to high school do not move out of their perimeter. Yes. No, no, you're completely right. And they, they stay in their neighborhoods, and they get to they see everybody. They get to know everybody. They become the regulars at the bar and the grocery store. And, <laughs> exactly. You know. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? That was... Uh, one that was one of those life-changing things for me when i moved out of state mm. and i was in a place where you don't know anybody and one of the most realest <laughs> feelings one of the realest the most realest feelings was being in a grocery store and knowing for a fact i would not know anybody there it's awesome it is yo so, i can't drive to orlando now without running into one of my one of my clients on uh, like the gas station in the midway I swear to god went wow. to orlando i ran into a, like a little quickie mart thing saw one of my clients wow and it's crazy, and 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 going off of that, like you know, you don't. Have it. You ever watch Parks and Recs? Not yet. No, oh, I heard it's, it's great. Though. It's a great yeah. show. But there's a saying in there. He goes, the, he's sitting at the bar by himself, and someone walks up to him, and she. He goes, "Why are you eating alone?" He goes, "I'm not alone. I'm with friends. Strangers are friends you just haven't met yet." Oh, <laughs> and I was like, "That's that's, that's a good way to look at it. That's, that's awesome, man." Yes, yeah, because strangers do become friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. Your girlfriend was once a stranger to you. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, at so, a bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, no, it was a good. I completely agree, man. And and it's a tangled web that we weave, folks. Mm. We can all help each other maneuver through it. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a fun. I look at life. Uh, there's people. There's two camps. There's people that look at life for the destination and the dirt, the journey. Mm. Where do you fall into that? You seem like more of a journey man. Yeah, I, I, I no definitely, and and like a topic a lot of people don't like to talk about is death. Yeah, and it's like, real. <laughs> yeah, but it's like okay, really think about it. No one has ever come back and said, "Hey, this is on the other side." We don't know, so why like waste time yeah. not enjoying right now? I used to be scared of it. Now that I've accepted it, but like, even if you want to live forever, it's going to come to a point with technology the way it's advancing. Like you could live forever. Like. It, it, <laughs> Realistically, it's coming. We're to getting that point. there. Yeah. You We're get what I'm saying? There. Like they have a sleep now that could go on your heart, that could keep your heart pumping even after. Like it's ridiculous. Wow. Um, but it's gonna come to that point. But like, yo, just enjoy now. Like, and, and that's it. Like, don't listen to people. Don't take their opinions. Don't don't bash yourself. Don't enjoy it. Dog. Like it, it, it's a it's a ride. Like, throw your hands up and just woo. You get what <laughs> it's what I'm true, man. No, it's true. And and depending on, depending on what you believe. Uh, I think most of us are on the same page where you only get one ride around this baby. Mm-hmm. You know, you might as well make it worth it. And you know what? That's one of those things that uh, I say to myself all the time, but not enough. Because mm-hmm. I end up wasting a lot of time. But every day is a day in history, man. Every day, mm-hmm. like, it's it's a shame when we waste a day. Yeah. Isn't it? No, like, when I, I look I, back at it, I'm like, fuck. It's, it's funny because the times where I get down and I get sad and stuff like that, is when I am not growing as a person on a daily basis. Exactly. If I waste a day chilling, like, I've, I've gotten to the point where I could relax and take days off and chill. Like, right now, I'm, yeah, I'm taking a two-week vacation soon. Sweet. Um, but if I know, like, I, I haven't done the best or lived the most fulfilled day of my life, it, it affects me the next day. I'm like, damn, like, you wasted a day. But I don't let it carry on. I, I understand, I acknowledge, and then I... I move on from there. You get what I'm saying? Like can't linger. Exactly. I don't linger in the presence of like emotions. Emotions come and go. You get what I'm saying? But your thoughts are always there. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, like that. Enjoy it. And gotta enjoy it. Enjoy it and live it to the fullest, though. Like don't waste time. Like 
if you want a certain life, I'm I'm happy going through the pains, through the growing pains of like certain situations because I know on the other side it's gonna be what I want. And like something I heard, it says when you're going through something, it usually means you're going to something. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So if you're going through pain and adversity, on the other side is like greatness. Yeah. And like when you're sad, no nothing lasts forever. Because then that will make you happy. But when you're happy, no nothing lasts forever and that will make you humble. That's completely true, man. You get what I'm saying? True. Yeah. So because you'll take your time, you know, you you'll it'll, it'll you'll, mean more you, to you. Exactly. And you'll be like, you know what? I don't think I'm shit. <laughs> like I, I like I know I have value I could provide to people, but at the same time, I'm not, I'm no better than no. That, not that I don't think I'm shit. I, I I'm a good person and everything, but at the same time, I'm no better than you. I'm no better than you. Like, that's why when my my assistant would call me boss, I was like, no, dude. Like, no. yeah, that's you, not the you're way working to, to get to where I am. Where you're just as good as me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we are equals. But uh, you know, and and one thing I was gonna say about skills is that. Uh, Skills is something you have to practice at. I was saying earlier, mm. it's like a martial art. You know, yeah, it's you not don't build. You're born with. Yeah, and you don't build muscle by sitting around. You know, you got to mm. got to put effort, time into it. You know, mm. and for you, what do you think took you from a beginner to intermediate to expert? If you feel like you're, you know, like skill sets. Yeah, you know, like what takes what, what's the mentality that somebody would need? You know, to to because there's. How many people do we know that try to do something and we don't want, not to judge, but how many people do you know that do something and are not so great at it, you know? And and you, nobody wants to be the, the hammer on their head. Yeah. But at the same time, we'd look at those situations like, ooh, I got I to gotta get back on my craft. I got to make sure I'm on point because it's a skill, man. You you need to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes. And and that that's going to drive you and motivate you to be the best. An obsession you know almost, right? And then, all, yeah, pretty much. And then also an understanding, uh, understand, Understanding, understanding of yeah. logic, your limits. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I can never dunk. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I understand can. that. Doesn't mean I can't be a good three point shooter. Yeah. Doesn't mean, like, doesn't mean you can't do the same thing that you want to do and you're not good at. Just attack it from a different perspective. Exactly, right? You get what I'm saying? So, so, for me, what I tell people, and like, people tell me, oh, that's not good advice. I'm like, no, it is because you got to understand you need to hate yourself before you can love yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You need to hate all the things about you that you hate about yourself. I, I hate waking up late. Wake up early. Yeah. But if you could hate yourself, you could understand what bothers you, and then you could change that. You know what I I'm saying? So agree. you need to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. You need to be like, you know what? There, there's a story about a, a dog where a man walks into a house, and the dog's laying on a nail, and the dog's crying, moping, weeping, and the guy goes, what's wrong with him? He goes, he's on a nail. He goes, why doesn't he get off him? He goes, because it doesn't bother him that much. And if you take that into the aspect of life, people don't want to get up and do the shit that they want to do because it doesn't bother them that much. What bothered me was going to a job and people telling me when to take a piss, when to take a shit, when to eat, when I could have vacation, how much I get paid, how much I'm worth. That pissed me the fuck off. I got sick and tired of that, and I'm like, I'm going to change that. I like it. That was the mentality I got in. And also, yes, going back to like your environment and like your, your influences, my dad was a big influence on me. My dad... Um, opened up his own company like he's still a driven man like he's still he doesn't own the business somewhere unfortunately in 2008 when the economy crashed it went down but yeah. he's still driving to work for himself again and he's 60 62 
that's because it's in his heart you know what i mean you know what i'm saying it inspires me and it's like all right pops like you know what chill i'm gonna take care of you now like i like it that's what i'm working towards cheers to you on that and um like i, I don't want to see him work no more you get what i'm saying like i don't want to see him go through the struggles he does he did everything for me to get to where i am and we had a conversation the other day i'm like why do you think i am the way i am he goes i don't know that you did it to yourself i'm like no man i was evolved around you like the biggest impact my dad had on me was during our baseball games as kids, me, my brother, and my sister, my dad was there. Uh, that's what it's all about, man. You get what I'm saying? That's like, awesome. Good dad. Yeah, like amazing. Father, Undeniable. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he, he spoke without saying anything. Like, he taught me so many lessons without telling me anything. Like, hey, you should be doing this. Like, morally, like, he just taught me a lot. And then he led my, by example. Exactly. So, I get my business side and my driven side from my dad. I get my happy quirkiness from my mom. You get what I'm saying? So I'm my mom and my dad at the like same it, time. And it's a beautiful mix, man. You know what? It influences everything, guys. Mm. And, and some of the people that I see that are the most lost have the worst influence. Mm. Some of the people that I know are that are behind on their practice or instruments or whatever we're talking about, those are the people whose parents always said, turn it down, you're playing too loud. You know, my mom was very different. My mom heard me play something on the guitar that she thought was cool. She was always like, why are you playing it so low? Like, she was literally telling me to turn it up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she'd tell me I'm playing great or whatever it was. You know, she was very motivational to me and encouraging, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told her that I was interested in playing guitar. She brought one the, the couple of days later, you know. And that's that's the biggest thing, support. Yeah. I told my father, I walked into my father's house and I go, Dad, I want to design women's clothing. When I was doing fashion design, he goes, you think you can make money off it? I go, yeah. He goes, all right, cool. I came to him a, a, a couple, like a year and a half later. Dad, I want to cut women's hair. You think you can make money off of it? Yeah, cool. All right, go ahead. Boom. <laughs> and you get what I'm saying? It's just that support. Like, he he's not like, he, I'm pretty sure he feels emotions, but like, uh, most definitely he feels emotions, but he's not expressive of his emotions. Yeah. But like, just the support said everything for me. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I get I get it all the time. I'm like, oh, you're gay. You must be gay. You work in a female industry, and I'm like, no. I look at the beautiful side to it. Perspective. It's art. I cut women's hair in the way men would want to see women beautiful. You get what yeah. I'm saying? I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, look, you could be with your girl for 10 years, never make her feel beautiful. She's in my chair for an hour. She's walking out fit, stunning her shit. And I made her feel more beautiful in an hour than you have in 10 years. Boom. You get what I'm saying? So it's there like, you have it. And, and, and when, you, when you find what you truly love and you chase it, there's a quote that says, find yourself, lose yourself, find others. So find out what you truly love. Lose yourself in it because it's a beautiful journey. And then at the same time, find others within that are willing to ride the right wave with you. Yeah, man. So it's find yourself, lose yourself, find others. And it's it's a great. That sounds yeah. like a great recipe, man. I like it, mm-hmm. man. And it's true. You know what? I'm on the third step right now in that whole thing. Finding others. Aren't yeah, you? because right now I'm on that, I'm on that aspect where I got to find other podcasters and mm-hmm. I want to build community. Net- exactly. You know, you want, and I want to build a network because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people in the Miami podcast scene is very broken up from what I can see. I don't know Everyone's anybody else doing it. competition with everyone. It's a shame. You shouldn't be. You I try to find others, and I, you know, and I'm, uh, it's hard because it's you know hard. what? It's ego. It's 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 so many people are like ego driven, man. And I I had I killed my ego a long time ago. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if another barber needs help, what do you need? I, I went to a barber shop to get my haircut, <laughs> and one of the barbers there, he was new to the scene, right? He he was like, he looked nervous. I'm like, yo, dude, you want me to help you? I asked the owner of the shop. I'm like, yo, can I help him? I took an hour of my time from cutting his hair, from cutting my hair, to get to help him teach him how to cut the client's hair. Wow. You got what I'm saying? Like, help, like, and the barbers around him weren't doing shit. 
And I was like, yo. They were competing with him, exactly. right? Exactly. They're like, nah, like, I need to get that next client. Right? Yo, walking this way. Like, not why, why not? Like, okay, you're good on clientele. Why not pass it to the new guy so he could get better? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> that was a rough one. Yeah. He, I heard the snap on that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it, it's completely true, though. Why not try to, we were saying it earlier, man. Why not try to propel each other, man? Mm-hmm. And try to, try to, it's, that is the scene out here. It's very competitive. And you ever seen that off. Japanese weapon that it's two rocks on the end and you swing it and you throw it and it goes, one pulls the other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how we should be acting. You I know agree. what I'm saying? And if you mess that up, it'll hit you in the face. Yeah. Which is a big, was a good metaphor for what we're talking mm-hmm. about too. It's like two rocks and a piece of string. But like if you, if you work together, one's going to propel. When you're falling back, he's going to bring you forward. And it's like that. Bah, it's teamwork. Bah. Yeah. You know, in the, in the most in the most pure sense, man, and I and I completely agree with you on that. It's a collaborative effort mm-hmm. to try to be great, man. I don't think I mean Howard Stern or Joe Rogan and all these people that are great at what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that they just kind of you know they work with people and they have friends like Joe Rogan. You know, he has friends that are comedians. You know, uh, Howard Stern. I'm sure he has mm-hmm. friends that are in radio or mm-hmm. whatever it is. You know, you you. you you just build and that you enjoy being in a certain place. And I love having people on the show because it's fun. Yeah. I get to learn, dude. It's not mm-hmm. about me, you know, plugging my stuff. I mean, really, the show's about other people. Yeah. You know, I'm the guy that they know they're going to see every single week. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no excitement in me. Yeah. And that's the fun part is the fact that I'm the steady guy. I'm the, I'm the guy that's like, hey, good to see you guys again. Check mm-hmm. out who we got Look today. This guy. And that's what I'm, I'm doing now. And I, I love that you're doing it because they're, you're not targeting the people that already made it. You're targeting the locals, and that's what I'm doing, like, on mine, is yeah. I'm targeting the people that people should be looking at. Yeah. One of my clients right now, he, he's he's opened this solar power energy to reduce, like, um, your carbon footprint and everything. Sweet. Moved to California, doing his shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I have another friend that um, I just had a meeting with him today, and he's doing business marketing development and everything like that. And it's like, yo, you're helping these people build their businesses so they could feed their families and friends or whatever. It's yeah. like it's going way beyond them. You get what I'm saying? And it's like these are the people you should be looking at, not the people that have the money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless they're doing something with their money and helping others. But, like, I have my business mentor that I'm bringing on, like, that I'm going to be interviewing as well. Like, the guy that teaches me, like, look at him. You get what I'm saying? I like, agree, man. So it's like the people that, like, nobody's looking at. But, should, like, yo, there's so many better artists out there than the ones that are on the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Some of the stuff on the radio, it's just the fact that they were able to get it to your ears. That's the only mm-hmm. reason why you're listening to it, because yeah. it's on the radio and they were able to put it there on a mass level. You know, mm-hmm. if you could, any local artist you know, if they could get them on the radio, I'm sure they'd have millions of fans, exactly. too. You know, it's, it's just a matter of who can, who can get where. And, you know, they have teams built up also, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a different place, man. You don't, uh, how do I say this, you know? You, to get to Ariana Grande, Drake level of, of famous, if that's success to you, then you got to play the game very differently mm-hmm. because you got to, those people care about a certain look. You see, but th- th- there's nothing wrong with that. No. But at the same time, like. It's not what everybody work, wants. Though. Exactly. Do the work that has to be done. Yeah. Like, I hate those motivational speakers that try to, that are the material ones. Oh, sell you on this beautiful dream. Not everybody wants to live in a penthouse and stuff like that. <laughs> Not I wants want to, to live in a cabin in the woods with a 1970s Chevy truck. Hell yeah. like, that's all I want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like ATVs, horses, goats. Simple. Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I'm a country boy. I grew up country. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Man. I, got a, I, got a, I got a couple of cowboy heads. <laughs> I love, you know, I have an appreciation for it. I should have. Yeah, I should have. Um, 
No, I love nature, man. And and nature teaches us. We were t- saying earlier that nature is natural. Mm. You don't got to mess with it. It's got it's all. Nature is that one Italian guy. That, I got it. I got <laughs> it. Don't worry. You sit there. I got it. I got you. <laughs> I got it. exactly. You know. Um, nah, man. I love it, man. What's what's the uh, what is the future for uh, Mr. Taylor Just and and motivational uh, and, and TGIMM? Thank God it's motivational Mondays. What what is the future of the so, channel and, and you, my friend? For me, man, it's just reaching as many people as I can, helping as many people as I can. Like that—that's all it's about. Like, um, eventually, I want to go to different countries. This is used on the line once I have like a more of a platform. Um, going to like countries that need like food, um, helping. There's this guy that I follow right now, um, that he's going around cleaning up the oceans. I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he's getting good clout right now. And, oh, like, great! It's just helping and giving back as much as i can like that's yeah. it and and making sure my family's good along the way like that's perfect, simple man. simple man simple hey man if you're trying to help you your family and others what else could, what, what else I, is left man I, and i'm so fulfilled by it man and that's exactly so how you should be and you should be bro because that's a beautiful thing man so cheers to you my friend thank you man Oof. what do you think about this is your first well no it's not your first podcast it's but second, uh, but no man I, I love it the the conversation was very organic and, thanks man and it just it flowed no it's no fun, pauses man. Or no nothing. Ah, man we're having a good time bro and it, and thank you so much for having uh, for being on the show dude because honestly i was saying man you know you're uh you're the you're the motivational type and those are the people that i like to be around the most because you know and this is you know i, I wouldn't even say i'm the motivational type I, i'm just a guy that knows what he wants well, you know, but the thing is, compared to the people that I normally hang out with, and this mm-hmm. is not putting any of my homies down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because we, we up we uplift each other. So I exactly. have friends that uplift me, and then I uplift them. So we're all giving, mm-hmm. we're all giving. Exactly. It feels good when you know it feels good to to be around another person that could kind of you know you, you have a you relate, mm-hmm. you relate, you know, and that helps you move forward in anything that we do. And and, mm-hmm. and what I like about you, man, is that you see life in an artistic way, and that's and I see that you have an aesthetic it's a for life. Piece of art, man. Well, life is art, man. Life, and what is art? I mean, art is anything to me that, that evokes emotion, mm-hmm. you know? And, and haircuts, you know, some people think about it just like a haircut. It's, it's like more said, than it's that, so man. It's more than a haircut. More. It's, it's so a lifestyle. Than that. It changes people's lifestyles, man. Yeah. It changes people's personalities. Listen, people your happy. hair is depicted on your personality. Like, you wear <laughs> your hair as the way you feel inside. Like, if, if you have, like, crazy colors, you're a very beautiful, passionate person on the inside. Like, you're, you're expressive and stuff like that. My hair was down to here. You know what I'm saying? I saw a picture of that. Yeah, you yeah. had really long hair. Longer really than mine. Long yeah, really it was down hair. in my butt. I cut it up to my shoulders, donating. Now it was down mid-stomach, and then I cut that. I have to donate that soon. So, but Wow, man. And uh, Well, I mean, real quick, though, what motivated you to cut your hair like that? Like, such a drastic it was change? Time. Just time? I, like, I, I'm not the same person I was last year. Okay. So like it's that. like... Like I said, like your hairstyle depicts like who you are. Yeah, it's an expressive form. Like, it's visually speaking who you are. Not you're not having to say it. It tells you like, you see someone's haircut with a mohawk. What do you think? You know, it's funny. A friend of mine at work actually put it the way that uh, put put it perfectly, and I would have never thought of it. She said she was making a joke, but she said business on the side, party everywhere. And I said, you know what? That and I told her I was like that should just be the slogan of this show. Yeah. Because really, it's just like, yeah, we get to know each other and we plug our stuff once in a mm-hmm. while. But really, we're just having a great time. Exactly. You know, we're just having a great time. And we're just, you know, we're getting to know each other. And we're networking ourselves. But also, mm-hmm. we're getting to... This show is about making friends, man. Honestly, you know, there was a point in my life uh, where I wasn't really... I wasn't very social. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've always been my entire life. There's just a period in my life where I just kind of ducked back for a while. And, and mm-hmm. I realized, like, damn, you know, I don't want to necessarily go out. Because I realized I don't like going out to the bars all the time. Mm. I don't like the loud music and talking over it's everybody. It's not about where you go. It's about who you with. Exactly, man. And I was like, yeah, you know what? 
this is where I can talk to people I want. Exactly. And and like I said, you could go to Disney with a group of people you don't like and you'll be miserable as shit. Yeah. But you could go with one person and they'll, they'll make the experience worth it. I completely agree, man. My God. Thank you so much, man, for being on the no show problem, today, my man. brother. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so pleasure. much. Uh, Mr. Taylor, if they would like to uh, check you out, where can they go ahead and check you out they on the social medias? Social medias. <laughs> they can find me on um, Instagram at Mr. Taylor.com. Mr. Taylor.com. Mr. Taylor, M R dot T A Y L O R R, two R's. And then on YouTube, you can find me on Mr. Taylor Talks. Just type it in, it's the first one that pops up. Absolutely. And check out his YouTube channel, guys. I've been checking it out. I'm subscribed, and it's a good time. Thank you. Uh, I was listening to all your stuff today, and it really pushed me to, to kind of get the work day done. I even finished an hour early. Hey, you see what I mean, man? And then you have more time to relax for you. And that's like, exactly. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like, at time, got to see the lovely Claudia. We got back home, mm, we took it easy. Hey. You know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, folks, uh, if you guys want to follow me, it's at Alzar Chan. If you guys want to follow the show, it's at Shut Up Let's Talk all over the interweb, mm. the webosphere, whatever you want. Funny, funny thing before we no, we, no, we went off, we actually know each other from middle school. Oh, yeah. And we I, know each we, other. We didn't realize that until I walked into the parking lot. Yes, he was like, "What's your name again?" I was like, "Alazar." He's like, "Huh?" You can't forget that name. Like, <laughs> he was the only guy in middle school with a beard, with like, a full-grown beard, full man. Beard, man. The it's rumor, crazy. the rumor is true, man. All my friends. It's funny because all the friends that I knew from that school, I've when I see them about now, you years after I never <laughs> saw you. I was like, yo, there was this one kid in middle school just had a fucking beard. I, I swear he was 30. Like, That's so funny. You know what I look like? I look like one of those undercover CIA agents yeah. like at, at like an elementary school. I got like a 5 o'clock shadow, but I'm around a bunch of like 10-year-olds. No, year man, old. but you grew it out. <laughs> yeah. You grew it out. It was unbelievable, man. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a healthy beard at 13. Yeah. You know, and I started shaving, started shaving around then. I was doing lines and all sorts of little things by 14. It was, it was a crazy, crazy time. It was crazy, man. Yeah, it was. It, it, puberty hits you hard, guys. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for hanging out in episode 74 of Shut Up, Let's Talk, guys. Until next time, love, peace, chicken, grease. And can, can I say mine? Of course, please. All right, self-love, self-care, self-preservation, and I love you. Yes. Absolutely, right. folks. <laughs> Woo. Peace. <laughs>